Are you ready to get the body and health you've always wanted? It's time to do it. This is Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and now he's all yours. Interviewing the pros in health, wellness, and the fitness field. Get educated and motivated. Let's get to work. From Austin, Texas, this is Bodies by Brent. And this is your host, Brent Ruska. Welcome to Bodies by Brent. I am your host, Brent Ruska. On today's episode, we have Erica Medina from Thick Mommies. Erica is a personal trainer over in East Austin with a super dope studio. Today, we cover best exercises for developing your glutes, plant-based high-protein foods for optimal muscle growth, and how Erica empowers women to be sexy as fuck and forget the scale. This is an awesome episode to help you get closer to your fitness goals. Before we dive into it, I always like to give a shout out to a product or a service I really enjoy and something that I use and I send a lot of clients to is a local company called Ways to Well. Ways to Well offers customers a better way to manage their personal health and wellness through in-depth lab analysis. Comprehensive bloods are a critical factor in educating patients on their current health state and determining the best solutions to optimize their health and prevent onset chronic illness and disease. I use these guys. They've helped me so much with my own personal blood work and other clients. I highly recommend checking them out. I've never had a doctor sit down with me for 45 minutes and go through all of my blood work. I think it's very important to take responsibility and know what all the different blood markers are in your body, in your, in your labs. So I highly recommend check them out. Definitely worth Uh, looking into to take your health to the next level. I think the future of health and wellness, especially with doctors, is about optimizing. And blood work is where it really all begins. You can be working out and eating right, but you need to know what's going on with your blood work. All right, guys, stay tuned to the end of the episode. I'm going to give you some homework assignments to help you get closer to your fitness and wellness goals. All right, let's go. Erica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thick mamas, right? That's your thick mommies. Thick mommies. There we go. Like that. <laughs> exactly like thick that. Thick mommies. Yes. And you've had quite the quite the transformation and journey and change. Yeah. And I mean, this is a pretty new brand and company. And yes. Yeah. And yes. you can see on my Instagram, I'm gonna post your before and after so everybody can see. Please do. Yeah. So take me back to when all of this started, this change. Originally, I was um, doing my nine to five corporate business consultant at Zillow. And, uh, you know, I was living my best life, you know, drinking happy hours, weekends, vacations, golf, you know, and I was just uh, doing my thing. I was not really being intentional about really taking care of myself. I was just focusing on, you know, being a high uh, producing uh, woman in general for corporate. Yeah. And I would just like, you know, literally 10 minutes before a call would just like, okay, working from home now, I'm just going to, you know, slide out of bed and like (laughs) brush my teeth real quick, get my hair fluffed up and let's go. And I could have been like drinking all night the day before. Yeah. But I I had the natural knack to kind of like perform on cue. So thankfully I had a good amount of talent (laughs) that I just worked off of. And I, I, my work ethic was pretty strong, but I just got to the point where I was in like, this 
off and on again relationship that, you know, I love him to death. He was a great guy, super passionate, fun dude. But it was like one of those things where you just knew it wasn't going to work long term. And it was the whole like, you know, we break up, come back together, break up, break together. It was just like the final breakup. I was like, this is it. I'm done. Yeah, no more. Yeah, I was just messing with my mind too much. I didn't feel good in my own skin. I felt like not that I've always felt confident and I've always had a good amount of self-love for myself regardless of size. And I tell people all the time, you know, uh, if you want to feel love for yourself, fixing the outside isn't going to make you happy. It's going to make you feel good for a little bit. It may change things subsequently that snowball into effect and making you feel good inside by doing good things for yourself. But you ultimately have to address that first. Yeah. Um, but uh, I felt good, but I just didn't feel good in my skin. So I was like, I just... I just need to make a change. So I kind of decided at that moment after that final breakup, I'm just going to, you know, go in just all in. I just wanted to be committed to myself and not make any excuses along the way. And, um, you know, just block all those stories I was telling myself as far as why I can or couldn't look a certain way or be a certain way or feel a certain way. So I was just like, I just want to look strong on the outside and feel strong on the inside because I felt like I was a very strong woman in the inside but not on the outside yeah so very strong spirit yeah so you weren't training at all at the time (laughs) yeah (laughs) let me okay let me give you a little perspective guys okay everybody that looks like oh you know but you're fit okay okay, let's dial it back like two and a half to three years this is all very recent i had um very active friends right and they would ask me hey you know you want to do a little workout with us one time they put me through some insanity i passed out on the floor like literally like like, i was red in the face and i was like i need fans on me i was just so overworked it was like 15 20 minute workout yeah how do you guys do this crazy and they would ask you want to work out like no i want to go drink like i don't who wants to work out had no interest yeah none none So (laughs) it goes to show that when you decide to do something, it literally decide, like I'm committed to doing something, you suddenly just choose otherwise, you know, and then that just follows up to what's transpired today. I didn't know it was going to turn into all this. I'm not going to lie. I was just trying to work out, look good, feel good. (laughs) I didn't know it was going to, you know, become my career later. I think that's the power of when you decide to create changes, whether internal or external. Yeah. Everything else in your life can completely change. Oh, yeah. It can be very powerful. So oh what God, what yeah. were some of the first steps? So you decided to make this change. And then ne- what was next? Yeah. So what I did this time, which was different than all the other times, is I took it slow. So what I did is focused on one thing at a time. For me, at first, I didn't want to work out. What I wanted to do is really focus on my nutrition. So I focused on more whole foods, um, you know, less drinking, um, you know, going outside for walks, <laughs> just simple, yeah. basic things that everyone's like, but what do you do? I, and I tell all, the, I tell everyone the same thing. You master the basics, the basics, you know? Yep. And that's what I focused on nutritionally first. And then I started um, working on workouts. So I implemented like two, three workouts a week. And then I added cardio. So I did strength training first and then cardio with that. So I just, you know, like block by block, like Legos, right? Yep. Just started building. I think that's a good way for people to create change in general is just yes. piece by piece until you dial in that habit. And then Absolutely. over time, keep refining the basics. The 100%. basics are what work. So what was what was some of the nutrition changes you made first? Yeah. And maybe you even recommend to people when they're first starting out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I did is I started to 
have an awareness. That's number one. Just create that awareness, right? Something you're not aware of at first and you're not really paying much attention to, have that awareness. Okay, so when am I hungry? What are my hunger cues? What do I crave in general? When do I feel hungry? When do I, um, what kind of foods do I like to eat? How can I make that more, let's say, macro friendly, right? Yeah. Um, to fit into my new flexible dieting lifestyle. Because what I didn't want to do is go extreme diet and just don't eat anything but chicken and rice and broccoli and hate yeah. life yep. and then wait till like the weekend and then binge. And yep. that's what I used to do. So I was like, no, no, no. If I want a cookie right now, I'm going to honor my craving. I'm going to go have a cookie. And that's it. And then later on, if I want to go ahead and have some chicken with guac and whatever, great. That's awesome. And if I want to have a little ice cream later, that's perfect. But then the next day, let's say I wouldn't have ice cream. I would just have the cookie. It's just 1% better a day. You know what I mean? It's That's what I focused on, just the progression, right? Just progressive overload as far as, you know, building yeah. on those healthy habits. So it's just basically just tweaking things day by day, but being really aware. Yeah. Would you track? Would you write things down? Oh, just, 100%. Yeah. So for me, the way I work and everyone's different, right? I have clients that uh, love to just take pictures of their food, right? So that's how they become aware. They put some on fitness pal, but some like take pictures and they like to like measure with a hand, let's say, right? Focus on the habits. I like, I'm a very much of an analytical data oriented person. Yeah. So I like to see numbers, right? And I like to see things fit in nice little boxes. <laughs> It's just the way I work. I just, yeah. that's what I like to do. So I love fitness pal. Like for me, I don't want to do the calculations. I want to scan it. I want it to be in there and I want it to be done. So for me, playing with that, it was like a little game, you know? So I'd be like, oh, I didn't really fit my macros today. What could I tweak differently? Oh, okay. Instead of the rice, you know, maybe did lettuce tomorrow and then I can have that cookie, but then I have less carbs in this one and then I have more carbs. So it was just kind of like figuring it out. And that took time. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Day one, I hit my macros perfect and what have you. Yeah. And I always tell my clients as well, I was like, hey, you know, don't worry so much about hitting that perfect number. <laughs> just say this week, focus on adding more protein per meal. And that's it. Yep. Just one thing at a time. And that's what I did. I just progressively got the hang of it. But it took me months. Like it wasn't overnight. I was a master at fitness. <laughs> Not even the case. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly, step by step. Exactly. How did you decide on your macros? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So at first, what happened was I went ahead and did the fitness pal, how like asked the questionnaire. And then I started just looking at different YouTube videos and uh, started following di- different fitness influencers and kind of had a better idea of overall what I should be doing. And it wasn't until I decided to really get serious with it and um, get a fitness coach, right? That's what kind of got me to the new level where I was like, oh, blew my mind. When they started seeing the data and seeing my patterns and then professionally with their expertise, years and years of expertise, they're like, listen, we should be dialing in this. You're, you know, having weight, you're not having not even nearly as many carbs that you should be having considering, you know, the uh, calorie expenditure that you're doing weekly. And then this is how we would do the calculation. They showed me and they liked, and I was just so fascinated. I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) I was just like loving it, loving it. So that's what kind of just blew my mind. It got me to the next level. I had two different fitness coaches and then decided to go into a fitness competition, um, Emerald Cup. I'm oh, sure you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, so we're both, you know, coming from Seattle. Guys. Yeah. You know this. <laughs> I never met him in Seattle, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Emerald Cup is like, you know, a lot of people in Seattle would call Emerald Cup almost like a national level show, yes. even though it wasn't a national level Correct. show. Because the competition is so intense. That's yes. a big show to jump into. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Let me be be honest. Yeah. I was like, I'm fit now. I'm going to compete. And then even when I told my fitness coach, she's like, well, when's the competition? In three, four months. I'm like, it's a long time. He's like, what? 
<laughs> it's like, that's not a long, okay, we need to get to work. We need to, and at that time I had no idea, you know, muscle takes a long time to build. It's not just overnight. You get this like huge, awesome muscle booty and like, you know, awesome hamstrings and quads and like biceps. Yeah. It's like, at that time I didn't really have much conception for time. I thought everything like in this culture of immediacy, right? Amazon prime, Amazon now, Amazon yesterday, yeah. everybody wants their, you know, big glutes now. <laughs> Totally. yesterday not like three months nobody wants to hear that three months for a lot of my people my clients are like oh my god it's a long time it's not yeah. a long time at no. all <laughs> three months is a good amount of time to just get a foundation going <laughs> yeah. it, and it takes time to like reflect on what's even happened like you know becoming you start becoming aware of all the habits and things you're doing in your life that's affecting you not getting or getting results oh, and, and then it takes time to tweak those things really you need to give i think a year to oh, really change and then everything starts refining over time i completely agree i think three months is a good amount of time to understand your body and yourself mentally to get into a rhythm routine um, your metabolism to kind of start to catch up and understand what you're doing and a year i think honestly is a minimum to create a really strong foundation for sustainable life style change yes. right to actually implement it this is like my life now it's not just i'm doing this to diet for to this result and but this is my life that i chose how much did your body change in that first year like what, what was it like when you started and then <laughs> now i mean people can see pictures but I just, yeah oh my gosh i am i for me i'm just so in, in awe of just the plasticity of your mind and your body like how much you can really mold it to what you like, how much we can learn. It's just, for me, it just fascinates me. And did you even know that was going to be possible when you started? God, I was just, no way. I was just like, okay, so I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to get some muscle. I'm going to look good, nice and thick. Hey, I did that thick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I just want to look. I already had that thick body. I was, I was always like a thick Latina, right? Mm -hmm. I always had like nice curves. But I really wanted more of that fit like kind of strong look because I, like I said, I wanted to reflect on the outside, what I felt on the inside and I was strong. Right. So, um, no, I just, I didn't know I was going to look like how I look now. Like this is yeah. all very recent for me. It's my identity now, but for many years it was not. So it's just, this is something that I've accepted mentally. Um, in just recently, the past year, I would say that I'm like, okay, this is now my body essentially. That's awesome. Yeah. How did, how did changing your body change the different parts of like yourself or your view of yeah. yourself or your confidence? Okay. Cause you're very confident already. <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to lie. I've always been a very confident girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've always, you know, once I have my sights set on something, I just get the, can I, I know my lot of cuffs. Yeah, you could do it. I just get the fuck after it. <laughs> and people <laughs> know that from Zillow and other things like once I'm like, I, and I'm, I come from a sales background too. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you could be in the last day of the month and salespeople, you guys will resonate with this. And you just literally be like, you know, trying to hit quota, just a shit month. You're like, oh my God, the sky is falling. I was like, it's just one call away, one presentation away of just making your month. I've seen people have record months on the last day of the month. Like it's bananas, right? Yeah. So I just like, I think going through that type of process professionally, but then implementing it personally, that type of like consistent ongoing right action to get to your result, right? Which is sales is that part, but then doing it for yourself. You spend a good amount of time learning yourself, right? So I was always a very outgoing person. So I was always with people out and about. When you're training for an event and when you're, by the way, got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Never happened. Uh, <laughs> I know COVID, right? When you're training for an event, 
and you can't go out to eat and drink because you're literally weighing all your food and you're so incredibly boring to your friends. I used to be so much fun. My friends like, oh my God, just tell them this, you know, competition that we're going to suck right now. Like I know. <laughs> but you spend a lot of time with yourself and you start to really learn yourself. So you start to just get in this rhythm and you start to like kind of be in your own head, but in a beautiful way, right? Because you're doing, you're just being incredibly disciplined, right? And you just get into this tunnel vision, right? Where you just feel like nothing can touch you. It's this flow that I think everyone in their life should experience in some kind of way. So that affected me a great deal because it allowed me to mentally level up because when you consistently apply that type of discipline uh, daily, right, at that level, it changes you. It just it just changes you. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I agree. Yeah. You know, you're starting to master yourself. Yes. And it's a high. It's almost, you know, when I was really into bodybuilding, yeah. the pull of it was it felt like you were like a Zen monk. You were just yeah. really mastering yourself and being in control. It wasn't something I wanted to do forever. Yeah. But being in it was like, wow. And you learn a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but so you didn't get to compete. No. So then how did you change? Did you stay in that kind of like extreme dieting or did you yeah. change things up? Get a little <laughs> so more. Call my coach. I'm like, yo, what do we do? <laughs> There's no competition. I'm like twice a day at the gym. Like my mind is just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I was just like in like, like, you know what I mean? Competition mode. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. What do I do now? What do I, oh, I get to eat now? Like I'm so confused. <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay, so this is what we're going to do. You know, he was like freaked out. You know, nobody knew what was going on. It was COVID. Everything is like, oh, it's just going to be a month thing and turn into like, it's still here, right? Um, he's like, we're going to reverse diet. So, you know, we're just going to add back on calories. We don't want to like undo everything you've done or whatever. I'm like, great. That sounds great. As soon as I was off the phone with him, I looked at all the amazing food like out into the world and in here. And I was just like, let's go. <laughs> and I just like ate everything for a night. <laughs> yeah. And I was literally laid on my kitchen floor like, oh my God. What did I do? Where belly was like this way. Because I was just like not used to like having so much, you know, calorie intake, right? Yeah. It was one night I was like got over it. I'm like, I was, I just, I don't want to feel like that again. I was, you know what I mean? So much restriction for so long. You just freak out, right? But then after that, I just, you know, just got back to it. But at that point I was, you know, hey, maybe like next competition or what have you. But then I just really started thinking about the trajectory of my life. Like as COVID just made you think you're at home i was in this three-level townhouse in seattle by my damn self i got a dog right my nico pomeranian right but i had a lot of time to think you know and then i was like ah do i really love what i do or is it i love the culture and the people because those are great company to work with and then just little by little i just started thinking i was like you know what i really love this and i was already helping people on the side as well but it just wasn't a professional thing and you know i called my reach manager i'm like you know what i, I think i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna do it She's like, wait, 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 what's going on? <laughs> She's like, you can do this on the side, can't you? I was like, listen, I, and you know me, okay? When I go like, into something, I, I go in. I like, I don't know how to half fucking ass anything. You know, I just like, I go, I do it or I don't fucking do it. That's it. I know two like modes. That's it. <laughs> She's like, all right, well, you know, if you change your mind, let me know. And, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a big shock to a lot of people because I had like, uh, thankfully I did really well. I had four positions of five years there. And I was about, you know, another like six to eight months from being promoted to, a, uh, you know, another position. She kind of hinted to that. And I'm just like, yeah, but I just, I go with my gut. I'm like, I, I just, I feel called to this. So, yeah. And you decided to move to Austin. 
Yeah, so short. So that that was was funny. I was going to have the business in in Seattle, do like a hybrid in person. I had a my bottom floor was a gym at my house. I built out for the competition and all cool. that. Right, COVID happened. And I was I took the day off from work. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna build out my gym. <laughs> so I need to work out. You know, I'm not gonna have the gyms closed on me. Uh-uh. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Good job. <laughs> yeah. The first hour, literally, was there. People behind me like that squat rides. I go, that's mine. Yeah, I was in it. So, so what happened was I was doing the brand shoot with my girl Juliana. And she was like, hey, you know, I'm going to move to Austin. I don't think I want to stay in Seattle anymore. And I think you should too. You should come with me. And I'm like, wait, what? Austin, I own a house here. I have like people I know here for the business. I'm like, what do you mean? You know? Um, and she's like, yeah, but you were so hard for your body. You want to just cover it up half the year? And I was like, damn, she made such a good idea. <laughs> I was like. You got me. <laughs> literally, she got me. She sold me. She's not a salesperson. She sold me right with that statement. She, I even tell her, I was like, that's what sold me. She's like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, okay, I got to sell the house. I got to, you know, run numbers. God knows what. I was like, let me think about it for one week, do my research, and I'll let you know. So then I intentionally looked into it. I researched it. And then I decided after we, I was like, all right, I'm in. She's like, are you sure? Went, oh, my God. When are you going to be there? I was like, all right, I'm selling the house here. I'm doing this. I'm maybe put it on Airbnb. I'll, like, figure it out. But I need to be there now because I need to launch business, like, now. And I need to be in the place where I'm going to launch business. It just makes sense otherwise. So, okay, well, you're going to be there before me? I was like, oh, I'll see you there. She was just like her head spinning too. I was just like, I mean, I'm telling you when I do something. Yeah, I jumped out of the plane. I'm waiting for you to come after me. <laughs> so anyhow, I come to Austin. She's uh, my uh, a brand photographer, right? And we do the whole thing like, you know, hybrid online. I do online fitness coaching and, you know, in person. And then we ended up getting this space in East 6th Street together. Yeah. It was great. We saw it and we're like, my god this would be perfect yeah if you're if you're in east austin you got to check out your spot where's the exact location yeah uh it's 2505 east 6th street um so it's on 6th street which is a main street in east austin um and it's right across from the hollies and it's beautiful like i just finished a mural on the side of it yeah you finished it yes awesome yeah it's It's, a super cool studio yeah it has a huge neon barbell right Mm it's such a flavor of thick mommies it it says um make it happen mommy shock everyone and i just i love it because my passion is not just you know to empower women to feel good right but specifically empower women to feel like they can step into their power unapologetically i love to inspire that and be a representation for that yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah, so that's the intention for the space. Yes. 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 So, so transforming women. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what, what's your philosophy with bringing people in and changing them? Yeah, no, absolutely. So what uh, my brand represents specifically and uh, who I feel I attract essentially is what I'm here to do for them specifically is I come from a place of support and love, right, as a trainer, as a coach. And all I want to do is let them know, hey, like the package you have right now is beautiful. There's no judgment. There's no negativity here, right? It's beautiful as you are. All we're looking to do is level up that thick mommy package. And I'm here to support you in that process, right? And don't worry about the number and the scale, right? Because that's not what's important. And I have it on my wall, literally inside thick mommies. Goal weight, sexy as fuck. I said, that's your goal weight. Not a specific number. That's your goal weight. She's, and then it just like pumped and like, yeah, like I love it. I feel good. I feel sexy. I'm already sexy. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Because it's a feeling. It's a vibe. And then when you feel so good like that to start the process and you feel supported, then you do beautiful things because you're doing it for you, but you're not coming from a place of negativity. Yeah. I think that's where people get hung up is 
if you're trying to change your body and yeah. you can change your body, yeah. but you're from a place of, let's say, lack or right. not happy with where you are. And it's okay to, you know, initially get upset. Mm-hmm. But if you constantly have this negativity or self-hate, right? even if you get to what you, you know, your physical fitness goals are, it's not going to last. Correct. Right. And it's so much easier. It's a very energetic thing where when you have that mindset of, you know, loving yourself and accepting who you are and maybe the loving yourself will come later, but first accepting where you are and knowing that you don't need to change to be different, uh, that creates some kind of magical chemical response that makes everything else really work. It's almost like butter. It just, everything starts to change very easily where you're not fighting Right. And it's sustainable. Exactly. How do you instill that in women? Why? Because I imagine people come to you and they don't have self-love for themselves or they don't have this confidence. Right. Right. No. And and it's very common, especially with our culture. I'm thankfully starting to change, which I love. I love more of, you know, um, the self-love focused on, you know, not having so much body shaming. Right. And, um, you know, people just they look at what they don't have and not what they do have. And I focus when, I, when I'm in there coaching them and training them, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't go that deep. Oh, I'm starting from this. And I'm just like, hey, it's just me and you in here. Literally, I have a one-on-one private training studio. I said, you know, you don't have to worry so much about, I'm not judging you. I'm just here to support you. And um, look at the things that you are doing well. For example, I tell them, wow, you know, you went up a plate. Do you know that? And they're like, oh, my God, no, I didn't even notice. Yeah, that's amazing. I said, did you notice that when you were coming in here this session, you had more energy? They're like, oh, whoa, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't notice that. Yeah, You know what? In my mood, I like, I feel better now. Like, I wake up, I'm happier. Okay? And I was like, we didn't even touch anything about talking about the scale. And look at all the progress you made. You're doing amazing. Like, oh, shit, you know what? I am. <laughs> yeah. And that, I just highlight all the things that they are doing well. And progressively adding things to their plate, like week by week. I tell them, you know, I it's your journey. I'm a part of it, right? But it's at your pace. This is your life. I'm just here to support you. You're the main character. <laughs> exactly. And some people are at different places in their life where they're 100%. ready to, like you, go full in and you'll meet clients like that. And there's people who just, oh, yeah. they need the space to just not have pressure. And I think that's where a lot of trainers slip up is, they feel like I need to get this person results. I need to get them to change, but they're not really meeting the person where they're at. No. You're like, I'm here and like we can go as far, as fast as you want to go or we can just little baby steps. 100%. Right? As long as you're willing to try to continue to change over time. Correct. Because there's some people who will uh, be very resistant and they may just – not need to train for a while. And yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> yeah. There, there's all kinds of personality types and they all need different things. Right. And that's the, the good thing about being a coach. Right. They always say there isn't a bad client. They're bad coaches. Right. What does that mean? OK. So it's taking accountability for the fact that you need to be able to understand how to meet them. Right. Yeah. At what place they're at and understand where they're coming from. Understand why they're having the blocks that they have, how to work with them, because they're hiring you because they expect you to know how to deal with that. Right. Certain level of accountability and ownership on their end has to occur, obviously, right? But at the same time, you kind of have to like feel it out. And I've 
felt out my clients to have their certain, you know, types that they all are, right? In a beautiful way, right? But I just know some need more nurturing than others. Others need more like hard pushing. Others, you know, need little like, you know, I need to step back a little bit and like give them space. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's just everyone's different. Yeah, exactly. So what is your training philosophy or style? Yeah. Like when people come in, what yeah. kind of workouts are you taking them through? And why have you decided that that's the way your clients, your women should train? I feel like women in general, when they do want to get fit, um, and this is starting to change, thankfully, as well. But a lot of them are attracted to doing a lot of cardio, right? They're like, okay, I'm just you know, going to be a bunny on this like elliptical and I'm doing some weight training here and there, but not lift heavy because I don't want to get bulky. You know, it's that whole bulky thing yeah. that us as trainers know. It's and like, why does no. that make you laugh? Oh, God. Because I could talk about it all day long, but I'm a guy <laughs> and women are like, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, tell me. So I, 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 it makes me laugh because um, they're like, you know, I just, you know, and they always tell me that I, I want to look like you, right? They're like, you're like kind of like the barometer, kind of like, you know, muscular, but not too much, you know? And I let them know, I said, you know, that Romanian deadlift that you're doing right there with like 10, 15 pounds, you're doing amazing. But your girl right there, mommy, that looks this way, all right, has the barbell plus 45s on each side, Romanian deadlifts, right? Not even like, you know, normal deadlifts. We're like, I'm barely touching the ground, coming back up. There's no resting, mm -hmm. right? Would you consider that heavy weight? Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. As it, to look like this, you have to lift heavy. So I, I keep it very simple. Two plus two equals four, right? Yep. You like this? You have to lift heavy. <laughs> Not going to make it look bulky. Do I look yeah. bulky? No. It produces lean muscle. Oh, and that's when they get it, but not when they hear it online or let's say from a man, right? Mm. They want to hear it from someone that has done it. That looks like how they want to look, for example. They were like, prove it. Exactly. Prove it to me. Exactly. You're a guy. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm sure they think that you do, but I'm saying it's different when a woman's like. It has to really click though. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And muscle is, and I think what I experience is women will start lifting that the ones that do have fear about that and they haven't really leaned out yet. So they. You know, they see the scale go up a little bit and they feel a little bit thicker, but yes. they don't realize a lot of the body fat is going to start melting off in the several months Recom down the road. Yes. yes. Recomposition. Yes. You know, tell yes. people a little about what is recomposition. When you really, and this is the beauty of it, I really learned my metabolism and it's taken time, a lot of data, a lot of kind of like, you know, I like to experiment with my body a, a good amount. <laughs> you know? yep. um, but, you know, I always tell the ladies, I say, yeah, you don't worry about so much the scale look take pictures. Pictures tell you everything, right? The scale can say 135, right? I had, I was 135 at one point, let's say I'm 135 now. My body two, three years ago, 135 yeah. compared to now, you can't even compare. You see the muscle, you see how compact I am and everything. It's just, there's no comparison, but it's the same weight. So it's just like, you know, and then I thought previously like 120 was like my ideal. Like this is where I'm going to be like the, the the ideal look that I would just had, you know, theoretically in my brain, you know, because we all have those things in our brain as women. And then I was like, I'm 15 pounds over that right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel yeah. really ideal right now. And if you were chasing the scale, exactly. you would be doing all this detrimental exactly. stuff to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And your body wouldn't be happy. Right. I, right. I personally too you know, when women are like worried about areas getting too big or this, and everyone has a little bit genetics, different genetics, 100%. like quads get a little bit bigger, yeah. shoulders, arms or whatever. But, you know, I want to instill in women too, you know, it's just like everyone has such a unique body yeah. and everyone has areas on them that people just love. And mm -hmm. it's just like, love those areas. Like yeah. if you have fucking killer quads or you have great shoulders, 
Yeah. You know, just fucking rock them. Oh, yeah. Right? Just Absolutely. fully accept them and be like, I'm strong and powerful. And yeah, maybe you don't need to do 50, 100, get super strong in squats because they might grow a little bit more. But don't stop yourself from getting stronger overall and doing all the main lifts. 100%. I wish they would just like love all those things that are genetic gifts, I think. Right. And stop looking at them as like, oh, I wish I didn't have that. I wish I didn't have that. I agree. And I think a lot of it has to do, again, a lot of um, societal conditioning and culture. Yeah. Uh, women are brought up. We're very much brought up as far as, you know, our looks and our body being a main value point for us and not so much looking at what we bring to the table mentally and otherwise. Um, so since we're little girls, you're so pretty or you're so cute or you're so little. So then it's just like it's in, you know, the, you know, it's a programming. So essentially what I try to do is to kind of like take away that programming little by little. Wow, you're strong. That's you're beautiful. Awesome. Look at that. Look how much you can lift now. Yeah, you know, first of all, it's kind of like, oh, it's big, but I'm like, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm like, yeah, right? It's beautiful. Strong yeah. is beautiful. So it's kind of reprogramming them, right? And with men, it is it is easier, though, to understand if you're gaining weight and not really look at that so much because you guys were conditioned to be want totally. to be strong. Totally. To lift heavy is a good thing. You know, so it's, it's just kind of reprogramming is a big part of it as well. Big so. time. And I'll speak as a guy, not that, you know, women aren't training for men, but I'll hear women sometimes say like, oh, I, guys, maybe their husbands or guys don't like this or that. You know, what a guy, this is just personally, yeah. really loves about a woman is someone, in my opinion, who's fit, healthy, and in her true essence. And however that's going to look, big quads, small quads, whatever, that's going to be sexy as fuck. Oh, now you're not yes. training for men, but that's that's like don't worry about any other dude or person. Like who gives a shit? Exactly. Just like and you're limiting yourself from stepping into your power. Hundred percent. And that's fucking sexy. Yes, I agree. I love you, sexy as fuck. <laughs> it's so so good. Bobby's to be sexy as fuck. Yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah. you're training. Go back yeah. to training philosophy. Like absolutely. What, like so, if they're training three days yes. a week, how do you program out? Absolutely. So. What I focus on is the fundamentals, always uh, creating that foundational structure. And that has to do with doing a fitness assessment first, understanding where they're at as far as their core, you know, their uh, mobility is concerned. And we just do basic compound movements, right? We do push-ups um, and uh, we squats, lunges, and I just look at their form, see where they're at. Um, and then depending on how many days a week they train with me, I structure the, pro the programming accordingly. So for example, if it's uh, two or three days a week, I do mainly full body circuit work. Um, if I do, if they give me four days and that's like, you know, the beautiful, <laughs> kind of time frame because then I can really do some really cool splits, back, biceps, you know what I mean? And um, quads, hamstrings, a full day with glutes, right? Or if they want to do twice a week, glutes, that's fine too, you know? And, uh, you know, full day of core. So it's just, it really, I'm able to play with it more. But if they're twice a week, I'm really wanting to hit all the muscle groups. So I usually split it up with, you know, upper body and lower body and really focus on the main compound movements to get them strong. Like squats and... Correct. Lunges. Yeah, absolutely. Bench press. I'd, and a lot of them, you have to understand, their experience in gyms for most women isn't favorable. I know a lot of gyms are now starting to kind of, you know, gravitate towards, you know, making women feel welcome and having boutique gyms because uh, boutique gyms honestly take up a good amount of um, the sector right now with um, the health industry with gyms is boutique gyms, right? Nice. It's, that's what they're people are gravitating towards a lot of them have never been to a gym where they're like i'm gonna get under a bar and i'm gonna bench press this bar. they're too intimidated and the guys yeah. are like you know hogging all of them and they're like i'm not gonna go in there and like oh, freak out and 
they like let's say train with their boyfriend before and like you can lift that that's light and then they don't really know how to train a woman they just and then if they don't lift it they feel bad already and they're like well, i'm not coming back here and doing this i'm just gonna go over here in my dumbbells and my cable section i'm good and so. even if they do they're getting stared at exactly <laughs> Exactly. And then they yeah. don't feel comfortable, right? Not everyone's a fit girl that wants everybody looking at their games. No, especially right? when you're in the first, you know, several months or year of, of your journey. You know, you're just trying to focus on you. You don't need all those eyes on you. Yeah, exactly. So we focus on, you know, doing the push-ups, doing lunges, doing squats, doing bed punches on the bar. And really they get they feel so empowered. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this chin-up with a little, you know, I band. I didn't even know I could do this. So it creates so much, you know, uh, a foundational base of confidence for them. It's like, hey, I can do this and then I can do all these other things too. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So weights is the bread and butter. Oh, 100%. I'm definitely a strength training coach. 100%. Yeah. That's what builds muscle is heavy weights. So I need to have them lift heavy weights. 100%. Yeah. And if there's someone who is maybe struggling to get a little bit leaner, how do you mm-hmm. dabble in cardio? Or yeah, absolutely. make a prescription. So again, at their pace. So if they're like, hey, Erica, you know, I feel like I can do more. You know, I, what do you recommend outside of, you know, showing up and weight training with you? So I use Trainerize, the platform, right? So they get to, you know, put all their data in there and I get to prescribe cardio there. And um, it's up to them. Some of them like to do HIT, and some of them like to do just steady state, right? A low impact steady state cardio. Um, others like to do interval training with cardio. So it just... It really depends on what they are looking for, and I, you know, go ahead and put a program for it, together for them, and they can follow it online. That's awesome. So it yeah. it, it, it varies depending on oh, what they have time for. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like yeah. I said, it's it just depends on what their goals are. But if they have very specific goals, then yes, I'm on them. I'm like, okay, you know, we got to get in at least this amount of cardio. We're you know, uh, want to make sure I check your macros. But if they have very specific goals, then yes, you you got to go in. Right. I had a recent client that. She really wanted to look amazing on her 30th birthday. She already looked amazing when she came to me. But she's like, you know, I really want to build out my glutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And just like have more lean muscle. And I just want to have this really just, I'm just, I'm just envisioning a certain type of like, you know, body for my 30th. I'm like, hey, babe, you can have literally whatever you want, but you got to work for it, babe. You got to work for it. And I'm here to coach you. And I'll be here, but you got to put in the work. She's like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so it's pretty exciting to follow her and coach her for that. That's awesome. Yeah, when someone has that strong of a desire. Oh my God. It's so good. I love that because when you have that like eye of the tiger, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. When someone's trying to develop their glutes, what is is the exercises you like to recommend, especially someone that's really having a challenging time growing their glutes? Yeah. So glutes, oh God. I know from experience, I just thought, hey, you know, I'm going to do these hip dress. I'm going to have big old juicy, thick booty like three months. Okay, no. (laughs) Number one, you got to eat. Ladies, you got to eat. You got to, you can't build glutes without eating. You have to eat. You know, just don't look at the scale. Just eat and, uh, train heavy. So a compound lift is hip thrusts, hip ridges with weight, barbell heavy weight, changing the modalities as far as, you know, um, having pause reps, right? Or, you know, full rep and a quarter rep bands, um, hitting at, um, as a, I'd love to go by, uh, Brett Contreras as far as his, uh, theory with the thirds. Yep. I right? like that too. Exactly. So like, you know, horizontal lifts, uh, compound lifts, vertical lifts, and then angled obviously to the side, um, with what the glutes, uh, hits with, you know, extending as well with the hip. I would say hip thrusts are king. Absolutely. Romanian deadlifts. Yes, please. Accessory lifts is just like, you know, um, uh, leg, uh, abductions, uh, are fantastic. 
as well. And um, do you do any cable work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, leg adductor. I definitely do on on the cable. Absolutely. Yeah. And if people don't know, Brett Contreras kind of divides his training up where, you know, part of it is heavy training first, four to six reps. 100%. Then you go into the eight to 12. It's a little yes. more hypertrophy. And then you do, I always like to call it polishing moves. Yes. Right? Exactly. This is the cable, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The just cable side raises or right. the things that really Kick isolate. Backs, yes. But you're not going to grow anything if that's all you do. Oh, no. And I think that's what happens with a lot of women. They're just focused. They're always doing cables or yes. they're on a Stairmaster doing those goofy kickback things yes. or banded hip thrusts. It's like that is good. But in addition to the meat and potatoes, correct? you got to put more weight on the bar over time 100%. if you want anything to change. Exactly. And what I do with my programming is I always, always do the heavy lifts in the beginning, obviously, because you want to have um, most of your energy be, you know, towards the heavy lifts and then everything else after that, you know, the isolation and the accessory. Um, but, um, I, you know, I always tell, you know, my clients, hey, if you're not like breathing heavy and you're like barely can do a couple more, you're not lifting heavy enough. They're like, oh. That's why, like, when I was lifting weights in the gym, I could do 20, 30. I'm like, all right, did something. And I was like, yeah, you know, 20, 30, you're not doing shit. <laughs> I was doing cardio. That's great. Hit training. Yeah, I don't think, but you, you're not weight training. <laughs> you know, I don't do that. Should I waste no. my fucking time? Yeah. Know? Not much is going to change. Unless I'm taking photos. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to switch to your nutrition again. I had somebody yeah. who's a listener wanted to ask you a question. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So how do you structure your food on days you train? Versus days you're not training. And how do you change those macros based on that? Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? So I would say previously when I was like looking to compete, I was a little more dialed in as far as um, when I would have my meals. Um, for example, previously I would definitely have a, um, let's say, a shake beforehand and a shake after. So basically I would have like 25 grams of carbs and protein like bookend my workouts, essentially like oats and protein. And then after a fast, fast digesting carb, right. And some protein that was just like my go-to. I, I'm more flexible now because I just, you know, I work out pretty much. I don't, I don't have a, a prescribed, I work out exactly as many times a week. I usually do about four to five times a week with strength training. And I, I've just started doing kickboxing. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for you to add yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I follow my hunger cues, right? Um, but I definitely recommend fueling your workout. So an hour or two before, make sure you do eat. <laughs> so yes. important. And if you train in the morning, yes. I like to suggest, you know, make it's the dinner and the meal before dinner, if you're going to train early, mm -hmm. that are going to affect that morning 100%. workout if you're waking up really early. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I have transitioned into vegan. Okay. So for the past, um, since December, Okay. So that's happening too. And that's that, you know, interesting. So now I'm still learning with that. Yeah. How's the protein thing going? Yeah, it's, it's actually easier than people think. Okay. Oh, yeah. I I can hit, um, you know, 110 to 130 easily every day without trying. Damn. With, yeah. So this will be helpful for people, even sure. if they're not vegan. Yeah. You know, a lot of my female clients, they yeah. struggle with the protein intake thing. Oh, 100%. And they always think, oh, man, I got to add all these protein powders, yeah. which they are helpful, but... What are some of those plant-based foods that yeah. can help them just get their protein up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So tempeh, uh, seitan, um, tofu are all high-protein focused. Um, and I think it's know, important whole, to note real yeah. quick that 
There's a lot of studies that the, the, the soy doesn't actually create any estrogens that are damaging. That's an right. old, that's an old yes. thing. So you might be listening and go, I can't eat tofu. It's going to be very estrogenic or whatever the word is. Right. You don't need to worry about that. No, no, no. Tofu no. is actually a great food. Yes. It's a great food. Yes. And you can make it taste amazing, right? Oh, yeah. You can put it in the air fryer. You can, oh, yeah. yeah. Put some nutritional yeast on it and just have it, you know, you marinate it and, uh, you know, some minos and uh, the coconut minos are life. Really? I'm, I'm learning so much, let me tell you. And I'm the type of person that I just love to optimize my health. I'm just in the, on that kick where I just, I really want to see what my body can do. Yeah. And next level was basically trying, you know, veganism because everybody's like, you know, it's just. Like, you got to experiment with your yeah, body. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to try it out and I'm I loving it so far. So anything else other than tofu, seitan? Yeah, um tofu, seitan, tempeh, those are, you know, pretty uh, a lot of people like to do, you know, the impossible burger, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, you know, the pea uh based protein or soy based protein. Um four to five uh plant milks also are just like an easy way to get protein. A lot of them have protein cool. in them. Uh for they're fortified with vitamins as well. So it's yeah, you just integrate those and you're you're good. Do you use any protein powders? And if you do, I what do. what's your what, what's your recommendations? Yeah, so I use plant based uh, organic muscle. Um, okay, my affiliate, obviously I'm biased, but <laughs> they just use the best ingredients. They're local here in Austin. You James, feel good? You know, oh, really, guy? Yeah. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I gotta talk to them. Oh, you do. They're just the products. It's like you like. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I'm saying you put a scoop in there and like it's like just the powder is so pure. You're like, oh my god, I've ever seen poaching powder. It's so beautiful. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh yeah. Okay, so you re- recommend that? Yes, absolutely. And so you know, training days, non-training days, you just yeah. kind of like titrate up based on what you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I usually after I train, let's say you know a heavy training day like glutes or like legs or what have you, pretty uh, much replenishing a good amount of carbohydrates, carbohydrate rich meal after. And fast suggesting carbs, so it's pasta or what have you, right? Or rice and beans, like good amount of carbs afterwards and, and protein as well. Like I said, I, I play with my macros. So um, with vegan, it's a little bit different as far as how I would have the macros as opposed to, you know, how I would have the macros if I was, you know, normal, like normal diet. But I would say any recommendations as far as getting your protein in, I would say just really play with your meals beforehand. So be just proactive about planning it out. It makes it easier. So if you're thinking about, oh my God, I got to get all this protein. It's end of day. You got to get like 70 grams of protein. That's ridiculous. Crazy. Nobody wants to eat 70 grams of protein at the end of the day. No. Do yourself a favor and wake up and like, you know, hey, I'm going to have, you know, protein each meal. How do I do that? Easiest way when I didn't have plant-based was Greek yogurt. Oh my God. Greek yogurt, 20 grams of protein. Easy. It's like a dessert. And you have like toppings on it and nuts and stuff. Nuts also have protein in it. Yep. You eat that twenty five thirty just with that one meal. And then another meal you want to eat like some kind of like um, eggs or what have you, right? A lot of people like to eat eggs for um, protein as well. Egg whites, easy way to, you know, get to 20 to 30. Then you have your other meal, chicken. I mean, there's no reason why you can't hit 90 to 120 if you just are a little bit proactive with just figuring it out first and then, you know, eating it. It's when you try to figure it out day of or like, you know, meal of, you're like struggling, of course. Yeah, planning ahead is going to be key. 100%. Same with like working out. It's like each week, you know, just try to figure out when is this all going to happen. Yeah, left up to chance, it's going to be chaos. Always. And you're never going to feel like you're getting any traction. Always. And especially with my diet now, it would be like a shit show. <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> I'm at some place that only has like burgers. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to eat? God, I'm just going to go to this taco truck every have day. a piece of bread. Thank goodness I'm in Austin. There's so many options here, though. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you got to be careful. Beautiful. I I was on a 
Uber Eats cake. I cut that out. That was oh, don't do that. Dangerous. No, no. <laughs> what other supplements do you take? A lot of people are always interested in yeah, yeah things yeah. you take that you know. Uh, the same person asked, you know, what are supplements you can take yeah. to help with strength training or building muscle that you recommend? I usually try to recommend creatine to a lot of women, mm-hmm. but they seem very resistant. Mm-hmm. Do you take creatine or? I don't, and not because I'm adverse to it. Obviously, that that supplement is, I believe, one of the most um, uh, studied supplements, right? Yeah. As far as any other supplement is concerned, yep. and uh, numerous benefits associated with it with women, especially. Uh, but you know, I I haven't personally. It's just I haven't gone to it. I'll see. Probably that's the next thing. <laughs> but you know, a lot of fit pros take it, yeah, and they love it. Um, you know, and allows them to you know work out harder, you know, longer. Um, so yeah, and I, but I haven't tried it personally. Uh, I did do a good amount of supplements when I first started. I had, you know, I did the pre-workout, you know, um, I also did my protein powders and then I also did my greens and, you know, I just, you know, I did a whole bunch of supplements, but I think now because with my diet vegan being very whole food oriented, I get so many rich nutrients from eating honestly, vegetables and fruits all day. So I really don't need that much supplementation besides, let's say, my omegas. I'm not like, you know, with vegan diet, the DHA, EPA, it's not, you know, as prolific, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, I'm not eating salmon and fish anymore, right? So I do get the algae supplement for that, but that's specific to being vegan, right? Yep. So you'd have to be careful with that, but, you know. I'm, I'm very similar. Like over time, I'm a purist. Yeah, I just, I just don't. Yeah. And I, I love with my organic muscle, I do like when I'm like in a rush one day, I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to eat like this like big, nice salad that I'm used to eating. I do my greens, right? Um, and, you know, replenisher as well. I, I, you just really have to tailor it to your lifestyle. If you know you're not going to be able to get like this beautiful whole foods oriented day of eating, absolutely supplement. Help yourself out, right? Because not every day is going to be perfect, right? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So eat plenty of protein. 100%. Train Always. heavy three, four days a week. Yes, please. Right? Listen to your body. Slowly yes. stack one thing on top of the other as you go. Yes. Right? Anything else? Yes, be nice to yourself. <laughs> We're all doing so much. This world is just, it's just, a, people put so much pressure on themselves to do and um, be a certain way and to get to this level so fast and so quickly that once they don't get there when they thought they're going to get there or with the tools they thought, they, they freak out. So it's like, be flexible with your methods, right? Be flexible with yourself and your timeline, right? It's not a linear timeline. You, Things are going to go up. You're going to go down. Just you know, pick yourself back up and try again. You know, see, you know, what you like could have fixed. And then just, you know, every day is a new day. So, yeah, definitely be kind to yourself. That's a beautiful message. It's true. And do you have one more message for women who are just starting their fitness journey yeah. or, you know, curious about it? You know, they need to make a change. Maybe they're nervous about it. Yeah. They need some words of encouragement. You know, if you could speak to them. What would you say? Look at my pictures. <laughs> Look at my before pictures, mommy. <laughs> I was just like you. And I, I literally can put myself mentally to where I was and what I was thinking. I can feel myself who I was before. And and there's nothing bad about it. It's just I had no interest in working out that much. I had no interest in changing my lifestyle. I was happy just living la vida loca. You can make change. You absolutely can. And you can go from a place that's you know, the opposite end of what you're looking to be, right? 
and you'll be really surprised. It's just literally like one choice that you're away from getting to. That vision isn't as far away as you think it is. Right? It's just not. And people look at that and they're like, oh my God, it's going to take me forever. It's really not. You know, it's really just you, okay, you know what, today I'm, I'm going to do this. And then that will snowball into another habit. And that habit will snowball into another habit. Next thing you know, you're looking good. You're feeling good. You're like, oh, God, this is cool. This is happening. So I would definitely say that everybody is a beginner at one point. Don't be scared. Find people that are going to support you. Put yourself in the environment that other people are like in the same situation so you don't feel alone. If that's going to a class or, you know, having your partner work out with you or your friend or hiring thick mommies. <laughs> exactly. I'll take care of you too. <laughs> but, you know, or Brett. You yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's all just getting the help you need and the support you need. But we were all beginners. Look at my pictures. I was a beginner. Trust me. It was not overnight. That was you. So that's why your story is very inspiring. Yeah. Uh, you're a great coach. I can Aww. tell. <laughs> yeah. I love your philosophy. I love uh, your mindset. It's, it's, it's amazing. Thank so if people want to work with you, connect with you. Yeah. How do they do so? Absolutely. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at thick mommies fit. And also, uh, my studio has its own account, thick mommies fit lab. And also, um, you can go to my website at the thick mommies fit lab.com and it's T H I C C. And then M as in mommies, A-M-I-S, fit. So it's just a different variation. Perfect. Yeah. Well, this is super fun. It was too. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Boom. Thank you for listening to that episode. Erica is amazing. Go check her out if you're over in East Austin or looking for online training. She is an amazing trainer with a great philosophy, and she will get you results. Your homework for this week is to focus on beginning. Just start wherever you are. Begin, start, get things moving. Start putting momentum and energy into the direction you're wanting to go. And if you're already moving in that direction, how can you kick up that energy one extra notch? Accountability is a huge thing. So whether it's an online coach, a community, a group of friends on a WhatsApp chat, whatever it may be, commit to something and ramp up that energy. Whether you're a beginner or you've been doing this for a long time. The fitness journey is not linear. It is up, it is down, it is all over the place. But now is the moment to really bring in more focus, more energy, and continue to push forward. The goal is stay in the present moment, reevaluate what's going on with you and your goals, and continue to move forward in a way that works best for you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can actually text 512-488-4223, and I'll send you an episode each week. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I love doing this. I love helping you guys. Any feedback, send it my way. Drop it in the DMs, TikTok, or Instagram, Bodies by Rent ATX. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and he's going to be here to help you get the body and health you've always wanted. Thanks for checking out the show, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you have an idea or topic for the show, maybe you want to be on the show, and you're interested in working with Brent, visit our Instagram at Bodies by Brent ATX. See you next time on Bodies by Brent.